The following podcast contains explicit language. What's good, everybody? You're listening to The Lucy, a bite-sized version of the post Wishy podcast. This is GD, obviously. I'm here with my good friends, uh, Soraya. <laughs> I was going to call you Soraya Sahar, you know, so. um, <laughs> <laughs> I um, wish. Soraya Nadia McDonald. She is a reporter at The Washington Post. Hey, Soraya. Hey, what's going on? And my very, very good friend, one of my favorite people in the world, Akoto Aforiata. She is uh, an editor at The Trace. What's up, Co? Hi. Glad to be here. <laughs> okay. They might be a little tipsy and they're definitely tired. Um, so we're going to do this very quickly. We just got done watching... My... And it's definitely one of the worst movies I've ever seen. It may be the worst. Let me back up. Right. We just got finished watching uh, a movie called Miami Tale, a movie from 2003 that stars Trina. Um, and I want to say that none of this is Trina's fault. <laughs> And the reason we watched this movie is because this movie is based on the ancient Greek comedy Lysistrata by Aristophanes, um, which sounds ridiculous. <laughs> um, um, we'll let you land. We're going to let you land. Let, let me land. Okay. Um, Lysistrata is this ancient Greek comedy about this woman named Lysistrata who's trying to stop the Peloponnesian War. Um, and she rallies up all the women in Greece to stop fucking their husbands in order to, like, withhold that, to use the power of the pussy, as it were, to stop the war, right? In this movie, that is applied illogically, but it is applied mm-hmm. um, in an attempt to stop uh, inner city violence in Miami. Hence, and very uh, Miami. earnestly. Yes, and very earnestly. Right. And not all very coherently um, to stop the violence in Miami. Hence, Miami Tail, T-A-I-L. Get it? Right. Um, and the only reason we watched this movie was because... This week, Spike Lee dropped the trailer for his new movie called Chirac, which is about Lysistrata. Right. And the same plot from the Miami Tale is at play here. It all started with a gorgeous Nubian sister. What's up, Spinner? They call her Lysistrata, a woman like no other. You just try taking away their guns. All right. But what else do they love? Repeat after me. I will deny all rights of access or entrance. I will deny all rights of access or entrance. Mr. Strider had them all take a solemn oath. Lock it up! Lock it up! Stop the murder madness or there would be no more posts. We're gonna make sure these fools put down these guns. This is an emergency. So we should add here that the other interesting thing is that Roderick Powell, who is the producer of Miami Tale, is uh, looking to sue Spike Lee for copyright infringement because his contention is that Chirac is is Miami Tale, just set in Chicago. Right. Um, and that, you know, Spike essentially stole his idea. But, you know, copyright doesn't, pr- doesn't protect ideas, so it's just like this whole weird thing. And <laughs> Could you sort of describe this movie really quickly? Oh my god, my my brain hurts. So I mean, basically, what's it's both about like what happens and what doesn't happen in the movie. (laughs) Basically, Trina, who Trina from right, Trina, who we know from the only the only Trina that matters. Yeah, yeah, the only Trina we acknowledge. Right, the only Trina we acknowledge is Trina. It's Trina, (laughs) right? Exactly. Um. So shouts to Trina. Uh. So Trina is, or or her name in in the film is. Alicia Strada. Get it? <laughs> a little Alicia on the nose, Strada, but okay. Right. Yeah. Um, so <clears throat> Alicia is a young woman in this neighborhood in Miami, and she is looking to pursue business deals in the area, but her neighborhood is unattractive because there are people who are committing violent crime in the neighborhood, which means that 
this section of Miami will never have a Starbucks, as she puts That's it. That's literally what she says. Right. Yeah. And so she decides to take on what I believe is is supposed to be the kingpin or someone who's involved in some sort of illegal something or another. Black Zeus? Black Zeus is his name. Mm-hmm. I don't know what kind of criminal activity he does because, again, there's, like, no character development there's no plot we don't know anything Mm -hmm. but he's a bad guy basically Mm -hmm. Um, it's also a kind of movie where a lot of people pull out guns but no guns are ever fired and I think because they actually didn't have a budget for blanks right that could be either they didn't have the budget maybe they didn't have the permits this movie doesn't look like it had any permits they spent $400,000 I believe yeah yeah, maybe if that and that that was craft services right yeah right Uh, Alicia collects all the women in the neighborhood and convinces them to stop sleeping with their men until and, and they're, they're very easily convinced. They're very easily convinced. They're in a salon one day, and it's like, yeah, we should stop having sex. And everyone's like, I don't know, girl. And then, like, ten minutes later, like, Everyone's, yes. like, chanting. They're like, I forget what the mantra was. But uh, I will not sleep with my friends. My sister's, my sister's man. I will yeah. not sleep with my sister's man. Um, so, anyway, sorry. Right. Okay. So, um, she convinces all these women to stop having sex with their men, and she's looking for uh, to clean up the park to end gun violence. And I think she's asking for the physical guns. She wants them to, like, surrender their guns to the women. And then also for respect. But, like, they jump between those three requests in a way that makes it really difficult to, like, understand. And none of those three requests have, again, an event that suggests that, like, oh, this is the thing that... The naturally flows. Right. You know, like, what are we, like, trying to protect? So it's just very strange. There are no, like, moments in which... We talked about this, like, in which you laughed, like, like... with the film, it was just mostly laughing at it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it wasn't funny. It wasn't smart. Trina's bad. <laughs> Trina's the baddest bitch. She's right. also she is. the baddest actress. <laughs> yeah. I mean, when the best actress in your movie is some more, right? It's not a good sign. And not even close. I mean, she was like clearly like the only yeah. person who yeah. had ever been in front of a camera. And, and Mr. Cheeks. And Mr. And Mr. And Mr. Cheeks. Mr. Cheeks That's did right. okay yeah. as himself. Right. <laughs> <laughs> The opening credits say special appearance by Mr. Cheeks. By Mr. Cheeks. He said um, okay. Which I think is so, sort of like a, a pun. Like, huh? A Miami right. tail, Mr. Cheeks? Uh-huh. Uh, right. So anyway, uh, this movie doesn't make sense. It's not good. You should watch it. Um, <laughs> and we're, we're talking about this because we we're, end up having this conversation about Spike Lee. And if there's anything that Spike Lee, who was obviously a much, much, much more skilled director than whoever the person is sure. uh, who made this movie was, it's hard to imagine what Spike Lee could do to sort of make the material here less janky to begin with, right? The media strategy for this movie, for Chirac is highly unconventional. Basically what's happening um, when I called to get on the list is that what they explained to me, they're making um, Spike and Tayana Paris and I think a couple of other people from the movie like available for one morning. Tayana Paris is the star of... She is Lissa Strata. She's Lissa Strata in Chirac. She's, you know, from Mad Men and from Dear White People. Dear White People, from Survivors Survivors Remorse. Remorse. Yeah, she's basically been blowing up. And then she's also just got the most enviable natural hair I've ever seen (laughs) on a person. But yeah, so they're making them available uh, in the morning and they're basically asking press to write off the trailer. Um, and yeah. when you say write off the trailer, yes. like write off of the trailer. Yes, as in we're only taking questions off of the trailer, and then after that, like in the evening, they're not screening the entire movie. They're screening twenty minutes of it at Howard, and then there'll be a Q and A after that. Mm. And then, like later, before it actually premieres in like limited theatrical release, December fourth, 
there will be a critic screening. But of course, like no one will be available to answer questions after that. Right. Which does not, that's not a good indication <laughs> of this, of what this movie is. Usually when they don't screen movies for, for critics, that's usually... That's usually not a good sign. Yeah. That's the kind of thing they do with Shyamalan movies, right? right it's like, yeah. oh, this is the kind of thing that's going to get panned. Right. Yeah. If it's like really terrible, they won't have critic screenings at all. Mm. So... So what do you think the Howard thing is about? To me, it sounds like this is an audience that's really amenable. You're talking about college students or some of the people who are sort of... Precisely. These right. are, I feel like this is exactly the sort of audience where, like, you get to college and you're sort of, like, thinking about these things. And you're like, yeah, that totally makes sense. If all the women in the world just banded together and stopped having sex, you know, we could, we could accomplish a whole lot. Um, but that sort of logic, like, that's not surprising for college students, but it's not like that's the only place you see that, which I think is probably the most disturbing thing to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and she can say this because she went to Howard. I'm not. I'm not saying this. <laughs> so I went to Howard. But <laughs> direct I mean, all but your questions. Is, like this is the sort of like you know. I mean, like this comes up over and over again. Like women's sexual power is just this amazing thing that can like accomplish anything, and like it can fix our crumbling infrastructure. <laughs> it can, you know, it can combat crime in Chicago. Right. It can do all of these things. But the thing that gets repeated, like the refrain that gets repeated in, um, in Miami Tale is they keep saying, women hold the morality of the people. Right. Like apparently. Yeah, like, some people say right. that in the movie. You know, the, <laughs> the saving grace of humanity is just located like, in everyone's womb. Right. And in <laughs> fact, at the end, when when the men do surrender their guns and decide to respect women, right? Like, Trina's pointing, she pulls two women up as demonstration to, like, tell the men the rules of engagement moving forward. And she refers to, like, one woman's breasts as, like, this is a neighborhood you don't go in and then pointing to, like, her vagina and then her ass and like right. me, like literally drawing out the map on these two women's bodies about, like, this is how we do this moving forward, which is just really... Just speaks to your point, right? Yeah, I feel like this is rooted, like this has very deep roots. Like I think of like this, particularly this idea that black women have this responsibility to sort of be like the backbone of the black community. And you're the ones who are supposed, you know, we're the ones who are supposed to like get everybody in line. And, you know, if everyone was still like beating each other's children the way they used to, that we wouldn't have these problems because, you know, like... You couldn't act up on your way home from school because, like, Miss Tootie would give you a beating and then somebody else would give you a beating and then somebody else would give you a beating before you got home. You know, it's all sort of, like, wrapped up in that nonsense. Mm-hmm. It's sort of in a similar way that we saw, like, where this woman was getting praised, like, during the Baltimore unrest mm-hmm. for, like, beating this kid's butt in the street. You mm-hmm. know, everyone was like, yes, that's that's what needs to happen. Like, that's what needs to, like, keep these kids in line. I feel like it starts there and then, like... If you sort of, I don't know, chart some sort of progression of like sexual maturity, it tar- it c- goes from that to like first it's like, OK, you have this responsibility to sort of like mother everybody like Madonna. Once you're grown, like it's your responsibility to sort of police your sexuality in order to like control people's behavior. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this movie, Chirac, seems to sit right at the nexus of things that Spike Lee really struggles with. He is really, really unsubtle about social issues, and he also is really, really, like, sort of weird about women. So, I mean, 
are we we're gonna see it right we're gonna go to <laughs> I mean, yes <laughs> right so, well i have to <laughs> so 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 i has to see it because she writes about pop culture at, at her job at the washington post akoda has to see it because her job at the trace is the, the trace focuses on issues of gun violence so Sharrock is right in the middle of that i have to see it because i want to talk to you all about it um, right. we should go see it together <laughs> we when should. it comes out we should i'm open to that or at least if it's coming out on dvd we should all yeah or maybe i'm, I'm open that. to it is it on netflix or is it on amazon it's coming limited theater release uh, December 4th, and then after that, Amazon Prime. All right. Uh, so we'll be back. Yeah, I guess so. When it comes out, we will have a much longer We were doing so well. Like, I was like, oh, yeah, the last three movies Gina and I have seen together have actually been good. So we, saw, we saw Amy, we saw The Martian, and last night we saw Room, which... Uh, so much for that streak. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so you can follow Soraya Nadia McDonald on Twitter at Soraya TWP. That's Soraya, S-O-R-A-Y-A-T-W-P, all one word. You can follow Koto Aforiata at K-O underscore 616. You can follow me at G-E-E-D-E-E 215. You can follow Post Bougie at Post Bougie, which is spelled the way it's spelled on whatever device you're listening to this on right now. Thank y'all so much for doing this. I appreciate this. Thank you for having us, Jean. Yeah, Can't wait to come back and have the full conversation. This is your asshole. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Be easy. Bye. Bye.